Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and this is your weekly no-fluff self-development podcast for teachers. The High Vibe Teaching Podcast is the self-development you need to instantly improve your life and get through the crap holding you back. Becoming High Vibe has changed my life, and I know it can change yours too. First of all, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's podcast. I appreciate all of you so much, and you're going to hopefully feel super motivated after listening to this. And if you haven't watched my YouTube video already, it will be linked down below in the show notes, as well as everything else I mention in this podcast. Now, my YouTube video for this week that went out the same time this one did, the same day, I like to have the YouTube and the podcast come out the same day. If you haven't watched that video yet, it shows each book I read in my year 2020, I had a specific goal. I hit that goal and I talk about all the books that I read, why I love them, what I thought about them. All the books that I read will be linked in the YouTube video show notes, or actually it's called the description box. All right, so let's get into it. I do want to start this podcast with two quotes that I found about reading that I think are just so motivational. I'll let you listen to them. You guys can think for yourself what you think about them. A person who won't read has no advantage over one who can't read. And that is by Mark Twain. The next quote is, Reading is to the mind what exercise is to the body, and prayer is to the soul. We become the books we read. And that is by Matthew Kelly. (sighs) You guys, I just absolutely love reading. I want to bring it back to why I was not a reader in the first place. So... When I was growing up, I just remember being in second grade where I was actually being pulled for small group reading intervention. I wasn't a strong reader in second grade, so I was being pulled out for reading intervention group. And I remember this and knowing I wasn't a good reader, but I digress. I got better in third and fourth grade, but reading just wasn't really... A routine my family practiced every day. We would actually read a lot when the school would give the incentive. If you read every day of the month and a parent signs off on that, then you earn a free pizza. I don't know if you guys ever had that. That was the incentive at my school and that allowed me to read a lot. And I actually used to love the series of unfortunate events. Like that was my favorite series, but I never finished them. It's on my bucket list to finish them because I need to know what happens at the end. Anywho, in fifth grade, and that's the grade I teach now, I had to take an AR test, which is a program that measures reading level, just in case you didn't know that. So when I was taking that test, I remember this so clearly. I was sitting at the back computer taking the test, and then all of a sudden, my fifth grade teacher said, oh no, we forgot there's an assembly. So we had to rapidly leave to go to the assembly and I had to leave in the middle of that AR test. Well, turns out that I scored at a first grade level because we had to leave and my teacher was really like shocked I was at a first grade reading level. So I had to stay after school for tutoring multiple times a week. You might ask, uh, why didn't you vocalize to your teacher that you got interrupted in the middle of the test. Well, when I was a child, I was very, very like timid and scared and I really didn't like talking to my teachers. (laughs) I don't know. Teachers scared me when I was growing up. 
didn't say anything, went to tutoring. I like tutoring though. I didn't have to go to my babysitters. I liked it. I got all my homework done. Never really read in middle school, never read in high school, and now never really read in college either or in my master's degree. Didn't really read, but here we are. Then 2020 happened, quarantine hit, taken out of the classroom. I felt so depressed and sad and scared. I'm sure all of us can remember those feelings. April, March, around that time, my fiance, I'm gonna cuss here, just to let you know. My fiance literally kicked my ass in a figurative way of getting my life back together. He's like, how are you just gonna lay here and be all sad for two weeks straight? Like, come on, I think you should read. He told me, I think you should read, read. Don't do something, you're just laying there being all sad. And I'm like, you're right, you're right. I'm gonna become a reader because I never enjoyed reading and I never understood how people loved reading. I ordered my first book. So the first book I found, it was just a quote on Instagram that I saw and I can't remember the quote, but it was an empowering quote. So I ordered my first book and it was actually a self-help book and it's called Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And I loved it. I love the format of that book. I love the ideas it gave me, but most importantly, I love what it did for me. It was such a gift. Reading has become such a gift for me. So before quarantine, a couple years back during my first year teaching, maybe you guys know this if you've watched me on my YouTube channel, maybe you don't, but when I first began my first year teaching, I was not in the right environment for me. What happened was people at my school discovered my YouTube channel and I was being like gossiped about. And it was a negative environment. It was a negative situation. A lot of negative things were happening to me and then I did not get asked back to work there again. Now, maybe they weren't gossiping about me. Maybe that was all in my mind, but either way, I did not feel wanted there. I didn't feel like I could be myself because I felt so highly judged. I began to think, is it me? Is there something wrong with me? I'm a pretty hyperactive person. I have a lot of energy, especially when I'm in a good environment and feeling good. I have very high energy, but working there in that environment, being around those types of people where I was at literally made me question and second guess myself every single day I showed up to work. The only way I went to work and felt good was because of my students. So then I guess to my understanding, my YouTube and my Teachers Pay Teachers store was seen in that work environment as a no good. Like it was seen as being a negative thing. So I had a really weird relationship with YouTube. And I think if you watch my videos in the beginning, you can kind of see how timid I am. You can see how unsure of myself I was. I was not in a good place mentally. I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought these people don't like me. They're not being nice to me. They don't even say hi to me in the hallway. Fast forward, you know, I was in my second year of teaching when quarantine first began to happen and I still was not 100% with myself. I felt like there was something wrong with me. I felt like I had to be a people pleaser. I tried really hard to make everyone happy so nobody would not like me and I wasn't being genuine to myself. I would hold back a lot so other people would feel comfortable around me, but then quarantine happened. Then I began reading the self-development book 
And then I began to find myself again. I began to push through all of the false crap that was holding me back. Before reading that self-development book, I constantly had self-doubt in my head, constantly felt self-doubt. I had no confidence. I was so awkward in my skin. It's such a weird feeling, feeling awkward about yourself. I hated it because I never felt that way until I was constantly judged for being myself. Then I had to recess that. I had to push away that. And I truly just ignored my gut feeling at projecting forward with YouTube and just being a creator in general. I love being a creator. I'm just, that is just the person I am. I like creating things. I would actually consider myself as being creative, not really through art, but through YouTube and podcasting and Teachers Pay Teachers. I felt I had to suppress that to make other people comfortable around me in a not so good environment. And sitting here now, I can tell you that wasn't the right move for me. Sure, it might've made other people feel better, but what was it doing for me? It wasn't progressing me forward. I was staying stagnant. However, who was really in my way? Who was in my way? Why was I feeling stuck? Who was stopping me from projecting forward? Me. I was. Nobody else. It was me. It was my mindset. It was my victim mentality. Never knew what anxiety even was. Like when I heard people say, oh, I have anxiety, I didn't know what it meant, but I had it. It's constant noise in your head. People are thinking you're weird. You're this, you're that, you're this. It's more or less negative self-talk for me. I had a lot of negative self-talk just running through my head at all times. But then I learned to quiet my mind through reading. So the first thing that I realized that I needed to do to find myself again was that I needed to spend time with myself. One-on-one -on -one time with me to get to know me again because I lost myself for two plus solid years lost myself and i feel so bad for my fiance jake if you're listening to this i'm sorry i was such a not the most pleasant person to be around but you stuck with me so thank you i love you so that was pretty difficult when i realized yes i had to find myself i had to spend time with myself i live with four other adults who are my roommates and we share a house together I share a room with my fiance, so my solution to spending time with myself was to take walks and bike rides every single day. When I first started going on walks and the bicycle rides, I started listening to motivational YouTube videos. And in particular, it was Mel Robbins. Then that led me to podcasts, which sparked my interest in creating one. And listening to the podcasts while walking my dogs, being outside, just transformed my life introduced me to so many different books that I was so eager to purchase and read when I got home. I decided to set a goal for myself. Maybe this was August. No, maybe this was in April, May. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to set a goal. I'm going to read 10 books in the year 2020 because I am going to become a reader because you know what else crossed my mind is how am I supposed to be a teacher and want my fifth graders to read and to love reading if I don't love reading. How am I supposed to do that? I can't lie and say, oh, I love reading when I don't. That's hypocritical. And in my viewpoint, I'm a role model. I'm a teacher. I want to speak truth to my kids. I, gotta, I had to do the work and I had to, honestly, force myself to read in the beginning, but then it sparked into a true love of reading. Another thing that reading has taught me is how to quiet my mind because anxiety to me was my thoughts rushing through my head constantly 
What do I have to do in the future? Oh my gosh, the past. I probably look so weird to these people. My coworkers think I'm this way. I had to stop and silence my mind. I had to control my mind instead of letting my mind control me. So when I first started reading, it was really hard for me to sit down and read the book and not have my mind race. I noticed my mind was racing when I sat down to read. So therefore I began to meditate. Now, meditation is just a form of sitting in silence. I'm gonna do a podcast episode eventually about meditation, but meditation has changed my life. Again, we'll talk about it in a different episode, but I realized that I needed to be able to quiet my mind and to start to find myself again. So when I sat down to read a book and I just saw I wasn't focusing on the book, I took five minutes, maybe less depending, put everything away, put the book down, and I silenced my mind. I sat there in silence and I just listened to what my mind was doing. I just acknowledged what my mind was doing. Anxious thought would pop up, but then I would just let it pass. I am not my mind. I am not the anxious thoughts that run through my mind. That's not me. Then I began to fully focus on the books I was reading. I was able to shut that mind off and just enjoy this book I was reading. So at first I wasn't that strong of a reader, right? I don't read. I didn't read for fun. So of course you're not going to be good at reading. Of course I wasn't good at reading. So the more I read, the better I got. Imagine that. Isn't that what we tell our students? Yeah, it is. (laughs) And I like to relate that back to the classroom. So going back eventually, hopefully soon, please. I'm losing my mind doing this distance learning. But anyways, when we go back, I am making an intention to set reading times with my class. So we're going to start reading for five minutes solid. Then we're going to up it to six. Then we're going to up it to seven because I realized I just assumed, oh, my students know how to read long term. My students can sit down at their desk and read a book and be fully engaged in the book. No, that is a flaw. That is an assumption. And you know what they say about assumptions. We're going to set reading goals going back to the classroom. And when that happens, be sure to be following me on YouTube because I will be talking about that on my channel once we go back, making some products for that as well, because reading is so important. Oh my gosh, you guys, I just think about all the kids right now, like just sitting at home for almost a year at this point for the past 10 months. I know they're probably not reading right now. Well, at least not all of them. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like they're probably just sitting at the screen, sitting on the computer. And that leads me into this point that I realized all the time I was on my phone All the time I was mindlessly scrolling, I was realizing the connection between what I was seeing on my phone and the emotion it was giving me. I can tell to this day right now when I look on my phone and I'm scrolling, I can identify the emotion with myself to where I feel less than because of what I see on my screen on social media. And then I know it's time to put my phone away. I have done it so many times this week and I'm happy that I'm becoming more aware of it. But now I am so extremely mindful and aware of what kind of social media I am viewing. The time I spend scrolling on my phone, I could freaking read a whole damn book. I get more out of reading a book than I do mindlessly scrolling. That's for sure. 
Also, if you have not, and if you're interested, there is a documentary on Netflix. It is called The Social Dilemma. I watched that and I cried. I watched it and I cried because, holy crap, that's some harsh reality right there. But that changed my life as well. Now I put my phone down. Another thing I like to think about with books is, because I do want to become an author one day, I want to write a book one day. I'm going to give it like a five-year time span, maybe five to seven, depending. But I do want to become an author one day. And when I pick up a book, I have a book in my hand right now. When I pick up the book and I look at the beautiful cover and the pages, like this is literally a creator's dream and passion. They literally gave us a little piece of themselves to read. And that's so powerful. It's beautiful. Books are so powerful. They're such beautiful gifts. And I just never realized it. They're amazing. Okay, you guys, are you ready for some action steps? I hope you're ready for some action steps. Now, I was actually watching a YouTube video from the creator Mark Manson. I want to make sure I get his name right. Yes, Mark Manson. And he actually created the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a this is on my list of what to read. I have it with me in my hand right now. Can't wait to read you book, but he has a YouTube channel and he talked about how to read more books. And he said the best way to take what you learned with podcasts, with reading, with whatever, is to implement it into your life automatically, like right now. So that's what we're gonna do with these action steps. I'm gonna give you guys a little task if you do want to accept the challenge. And I'm going to explain that to you right now what it is. So here are the action steps. I recommend you guys making the commitment to read a minimum of 10 pages a day. Now, if you're new to reading like I was and you're a slower reader, that's fine. Start at five, but I'm gonna push to 10. I'm gonna push you to do 10 unless you want to do five, totally up to you. So here's the math on that. I want to throw out some math for you. Reading 10 pages a day won't break you, but it's going to make you, I think, I'm sure you can read at least five to 10 pages of a book a day, because I want you to think about it like this. I want you to think about it as every time you pick up your phone to mindlessly scroll after you know you've been scrolling for the past 15 minutes to read instead. So when you read 10 pages a day, for the average reader that equates to 10 to 15 minutes of reading a day or 15 to 30 minutes if you're a slower reader. And if you think long-term, think long-term, think a year from now, if you were to read 10 pages every single day, that equals 3,650 pages read by 2022, which results in about 18 200 page books 18 200 page books. So I want you guys to answer this question in your head. This is also going to be linked in the show notes below. So think about it a year from now. You read 18 books, any kind of books. You have just read 18 books. Do you think you will be more knowledgeable? Do you think you'll be more capable? Do you think you'll be more confident after reading 18 books? Yes, you will. 100%. So these action steps that I'm talking about, I created a free download linked in the show notes below. All you got to do is click on the link. It's going to bring you to a landing page and then you're going to be able to access 
the documents. You can print them out if you want. So the point of this download is to allow you to start thinking, what kind of books do I wanna read? Also in that download, there is a free book tracker slash page tracker. I like to track on paper. I have my little office space in my room right now and I like to see how often I'm accomplishing my goal that I set out with a visual. Totally up to you. When you choose the book you wanna read, so you're gonna choose your book, you're gonna read 10 pages of it. I want you to think, think long-term. Why are you reading this book? And what do you hope to gain from it? Those questions are part of the downloadable, downloadable. Those questions are with the download, link down below. And when you answer those questions, when you get that download, you can type it out, you can write it out. When you write about it, I want you to dig deep with yourself. What do you wanna accomplish with this book? Why did you choose this book? I want you to dig, 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 dig. Now, if you don't like the book you choose, let's pretend you've read 30 pages of the book, maybe 50 pages of the book. It's okay to get a new book. The goal is to read 10 pages a day. And if you want to up that goal at any point, go for it. Seriously, I think we should always be increasing our goals. Last year, my goal was to read 10 books. This year, my goal is to read 12. The goal is to make it a habit. So go for it. If you want to up that goal, do it. I would also love for you guys to tag me in the books you choose to start your reading adventure. My handle is at Brie, B-R-E, period, T-I-F-U-L, teaching on Instagram. And it's also linked down below, but I would love Love, love to see what kind of books you guys are reading. And I would love for you guys to tag hashtag high vibe teaching so I can see it all in one spot on Instagram. Again, the download is free. It's linked down below. It comes with a free tracker. It comes with those two little journal prompts for you guys to answer. And again, dig deep when answering those. And this is all going to help you reach your reading goal and probably get off the dang phone because you probably spend way too much time on there. But I find if you print it out and you see it every day, it helps. All right, you guys, seriously, I hope you guys have felt how much love I have for books. They are truly such a gift, such a gift. Thank you guys all so much for tuning into this week's episode. Please subscribe, share, and leave a review. It helps me out so much. And remember to look down at the show notes for the link to the action steps. Becoming high vibe has changed my life and I know it's going to change yours too. See you guys next week.